When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The Unofficial Bengals Podcast. Welcome to the Unofficial Bengals Podcast. This is your host, Frank LaPlaca and I'm a Bengals fan for life. All right, this episode is going to be dedicated to the final roster for the 2023 Cincinnati Bengals. What's up, guys? This is Evan McPherson, and you're listening to the unofficial Bengals podcast. Cincinnati Bengals fans, I would like to introduce Frank LaPlaca. So the time has come for final cuts, final roster, practice squad. One of my favorite times of the year. I just love analyzing the roster and speculating who's going to make it, who's not, and where do we go from here, and how is this team going to be structured for this Super Bowl run that we're going to make this year. But it's not all fun and games for these players. You know, this is going to be the end of the line for some of these guys that have spent their whole lives for this moment, and their whole lives have been based around making the NFL and making that their career and their life. And for some of them, that dream is going to end, and that's a sad thing. And for some of them, that dream is just beginning, and that's a really positive thing. All right, so let's get right down to business. Let's start off with the quarterback position. So I think Jake Browning is going to make the team. I think Trevor Simeon is going to be cut, possibly going to the practice squad. I don't think that Sinet is going to make the team as well. And maybe there's going to be a trade. We're always thinking maybe we can get Andy Dalton or Mariota or one of those guys that are available. We saw what happened around the league with Trey Lance and those guys going for like a fourth or a fifth rounder. But, you know, as much as we speculate on it and we think that it would be a good idea, and I truthfully do think it's a good idea, the Bengals typically don't do things like that. So I think they're going to roll with Jake Browning. They're going to put Simeon on the practice squad. And everyone is just going to cross their fingers and hope and hope and hope that Joe Burrow stays healthy because I'm worried about the guys behind him. All right, on to the running back position. It's going to be Joe Mixon, Chase Brown, Travion Williams, and Chris Evans. It's kind of a no-brainer. Those are the four guys. It's kind of been that way the whole preseason. We all knew that. The cuts are going to be Sailors and Calvin Tyler, and I think they're going to bring Sailors to the practice squad. He actually looked very good at the end of the Commanders game. I thought that he was showing up 
and he looked like someone that you want to put on the practice squad. And that's how it goes with the practice squad. You kind of want to have one of every position. So we might have other positions that we want to stack guys at. And, you know, when you look at my list, there's going to be a couple defensive ends. But you need someone from every position, and I think running back especially, because that's a position where people tend to get hurt a lot. On to wide receivers. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Trenton Irwin, Andre Yoshivas, Charlie Jones, Stanley Morgan. I think Morgan gets in here as the seventh. Lassiter had a good camp. Shed Jackson had a good camp. Trent Taylor, I don't know what you do with him. Kippenhammer, Carter, I think those are the cuts. I think those five guys get cut. I think that Lassiter goes to the practice squad again. I think that Shed Jackson definitely goes to the practice squad. And it's going to be a shame to see Trent Taylor leaving the building because I don't think that Charlie Jones has beaten him out as the punt returner. Hasn't done much with the ball in his hands, and it seems like he goes down on first contact all the time. So I know we drafted him high, and that's just the way the NFL goes. Charlie Jones, fourth-round pick. Even though I think Taylor has outplayed him in the preseason, Charlie Jones is going to get the spot. Unfortunately, Taylor is going to be leaving the building. And then on to Stanley Morgan. He's just been doing it on special teams for so long. I really equate him to our Matthew Slater. I was a little worried this season because there was a lot of pass catchers in front of him that were more productive on the offensive side of the ball. But we can't forget that special teams aspect. We have enough pass catchers in front of him. We're going to have Lassiter and Jackson on the practice squad if anything happens to the, the six guys that are active in front of Morgan. So I think that seventh wide receiver spot goes to Stanley Morgan. He stays on the roster, and we have our special teams ace for yet another year. Tight end is going to be Irv Smith Jr., Drew Sample, and then the big battle, is it going to be Tanner Hudson or Mitchell Wilcox? Now, before this last game, I was thinking they're just going to give it to Wilcox. He knows the system. They brought him back. They believe in him. Hudson, they can sneak onto the practice squad. I, I think that was going to be the common thought there. But now after this last game, I'm like, you know, Hudson does have some explosiveness in the past game, much more than Wilcox. So I'm going to go the opposite here. I'm going to go, it's going to be Smith, Sample, and Tanner Hudson. And then Wilcox, Asiasi, Nick Bowers, and Trahan are going to be waived. And I think they're going to bring back Wilcox for the practice squad if he clears. And I think they're going to bring back Asiasi to the practice squad. Now, Asiasi was someone that I thought was very productive for us as a blocker last year. And someone that could very much be on the 53-man roster. But I think Drew Sample is the same player and a little bit better at it. So I think they're going to go with Drew Sample there. And Asiasi is going to have to be snuck onto the practice squad. Offensive line, you have your starters. You have Karras, Kappa, Volson, Orlando Brown, Jonah Williams. Those are the five. Jackson Carmen's been playing all over the place, putting him at both tackle positions. They're high on Cody Ford. He's going to make it. And then Trey Hill, I think he's had a great camp. I think he's going to make it over Max Sharping, even though they've been giving Sharping every opportunity to win that job. I think that Hill is outplaying him. He's a little bit cheaper, a little bit younger. And then Deontay Smith would be the ninth offensive lineman because, you know, when you go seven wide receivers, you can only go nine offensive linemen because you're going to have your two quarterbacks, four running backs, three tight ends. Those are kind of minimum. So then you have 16 to de decide between wide receiver, offensive line. A lot of teams go six at wide receiver and 10 offensive line, but we're so deep at receiver, I think we're going to go seven there nine offensive linemen, and that's why they're looking for position versatility on that offensive line because they want to have a guy be able to play guard and tackle or center and guard. And I think Deontay Smith is one of those nine guys, but he did hurt his shoulder this game. I don't know the severity of it. If he happens to go on the PUP or injured reserve, then I think Sharping would be the ninth. But as of now, barring any medical report that I haven't heard, Deontay Smith should be one of those nine. The cuts are probably going to be Ben Brown, Nate Gilliam, 
Max Sharping, who I explained before, Jackson Kirkland, and finally Hakeem Adeniji. I think those are the guys that are going to be leaving the roster. I think they're bringing back Sharping to the practice squad, and I think they're going to bring Kirkland back to the practice squad. And this may be actually my final goodbye to Hakeem Adeniji, and I talk about it all the time. In two of the biggest games of the last 30 years for this franchise, he did not show up and cost this team, and Hakeem Adeniji will be leaving the building. And, you know, I wish him luck. He's a good guy, but honestly, good riddance. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Defensive tackle. DJ Reader, Tupo, Hill, Carter, and I think Jay Tufele is going to be the fifth there. He's just been playing so well in training camp. Now, I know you usually keep four there, and you go six defensive ends, so Tufele could be the odd man out. I guess with this roster, I would probably go five and five and try to sneak some of those extra defensive ends on the practice squad. The Bengals will probably go four and six, though, but I'm just giving you my opinion on what I would do. Pesafe is not going to make the team. Dominique Davis is going to be waived and brought back to the practice squad. So I think that's what they're going to do in the defensive tackle room. On to defensive end, it's going to be Trey Hendrickson, Hubbard, Miles Murphy is going to make it, Osai, and Cam Sample. I think those are the five. And then Owen Carney, great preseason. Jeffrey Gunter, great preseason. Raymond Johnson, off the hook preseason. Those are the three guys that are probably going to go on to the practice squad. Osai did get hurt in this game with an ankle injury, so I don't know his status as of this recording. So if he needs to go on the PUP or IR, then I think Raymond Johnson is the first guy to come up. So these are good problems to have. I mean, that's a position that is just absolutely stacked, and that is definitely a premier need position in the NFL. On to linebacker, Logan Wilson, Jermaine Pratt, Akeem Davis-Gaither, Marcus Bailey, and I think Keandre Jones is going to be the fifth this year. I think that he's going to beat out Joe Bocci. He seems to have played a little bit better from scrimmage in preseason, and I think they're both pretty much equal on special teams. I think Keandre Jones is a little bit quicker than Joe Bocci. And I think Moody, Hayward, and Tyler Murray are going to be your three cuts there. And they're probably going to try to bring back Bocci to the practice squad as the extra linebacker. I'm not sure about any of the undrafted rookies. I don't think any of them really showed up that well in preseason. I think Shaka Hayward had a decent first game, but not a great ending of that first game. And the last two weeks, I didn't think he performed that well. Corner, you have to go with six, which means you go with four safeties. So you're going to have a Wouzier, Cam Taylor-Britt, Mike Hilton, DJ Turner, DJ Ivy makes it, and Jalen Davis. I think those are your six. And the cuts, I think Yusef Corker, Marvell Tell, and Alan George, I think, is going to get waived. I think he played much better in his first season than he has so far in training camp this season. But I think they're going to bring George back to the practice squad. Now, Sidney Jones is the wild card there. I think you invest more in Ivy because he's a younger player, and you know, you're going to get more years out of him. And Sidney Jones is kind of a proven commodity, and he didn't play well in that first game. But he could be a candidate for the PUP list as well. So I think that's what they do there. I think Corker, Tell, Jones, and George are going to be the cuts. George back to the practice squad. Sidney Jones try to sneak onto IR or PUP. If they can't, then they're just going to outright wave him. Safety, Dax Hill, amazing preseason. Nick Scott, they're going to try and cross our fingers that he's going to be our strong safety. 
Jordan Battle. I think Jordan Battle's struggled a little bit the last two games. We were hoping that he would be the answer at strong safety. I think it's just going to take him a little time. It's not to say that he won't be the answer. I just don't think he's ready right now to assume that starting role. And then you go on to that fourth position. It's Tyson Anderson versus Mike Thomas. And I think they're going to keep Anderson because they traded up for him. He's a younger player. All bets have been leading to them giving this big respect and this goodbye to Mike Thomas in the preseason because they kind of know what's in front and they're appreciating his leadership and what he's done since he's been here. So I think Thomas gets waived and I think Brooks gets waived. And I think they maybe try to bring Mike Thomas back to the practice squad if they can sneak him on. Another team might grab him because he's such a special teams ace. And Mike Thomas did a very classy thing. He gave his game jersey from the final preseason game to Tyson Anderson. It was almost like a changing of the guard. I guess he does know. And I think he'd be willing to take a practice squad spot because he's just that kind of guy. Special teams, Evan McPherson. You saw that 58-yarder. I mean, he's going to bang a 60-plus this year. He's going to win games for us. I'm so excited about having him on this roster. Brad Robbins is going to beat out Drew Chrisman and Cal Adamitis had no competition and was flawless in preseason and flawless last year. So hopefully we have our second coming of Clark Harris. I mean, Adamitis got to learn from the greatest of all time, and now he's carrying the torch and he's our long snapper. Drew Chrisman's going to be waived and not brought back on the practice squad because it's hard to reserve a practice squad spot for a punter. So he's going to be cut. If no one signs him, like I said, he's going to be on the street. If something you know, were to happen to Robbins, I'm sure that we can pick Chrisman back up. If you remember two years ago, Chrisman was up and down off of the practice squad and on the street, you know, back and forth. I think that might be the same situation this year where we can get him if we need him. All right, so let's quickly talk about the practice squad. I made my list up, and it kind of covers it. It kind of covers the six veterans and then the rest of the guys. So I think it's going to be made up, as I talked about before, of Simeon as your quarterback, Sailors as your running back, I think Lasseter and Shed Jackson will be the receivers. I think Wilcox and Asiasi will be your tight ends. Sharping and Kirkland will be your offensive linemen that are on the practice squad. Dominique Davis will be your defensive tackle. I had three defensive ends on there. That might be a long shot. Again, if they keep six, then that number goes up to only two on the practice squad, six on the active. And that would be Owen Carney, Jeffrey Gunter, and Raymond Johnson. I'm really hoping Raymond Johnson makes the active roster. As I talked about last episode... You know, what do you have to do? Sometimes if you're undrafted, you don't have a big name, you could do everything in the world in preseason and it just doesn't matter. But he just really has. He's performed so well. It's a travesty if he doesn't make it to the to the active roster. And it's almost a referendum on the NFL. It's like, is it truly an open competition if you're totally outplaying the other guys, but just because of your draft position or maybe long-term speculation, you're not coming up to the active roster? I don't know. I think Joe Bocci is your linebacker. I think Alan George will be your corner. I think Mike Thomas will be your safety. And I think the 16th spot they're going to leave open like Marvin Lewis used to do and see who comes from other teams, who's out on the street, and your 16th guy you fill in another couple days. I think that's a smart way to do things because there will be other players that are waived that you had your eye on when they were coming out of college or they're just ranked more highly than the team that cut them had them ranked. Or, you know, some guys just don't fit in some systems. Some teams have an overflow at positions. So I would like to say that the 16th guy will come from someplace else. If you look at my prediction for the practice squad, it does have the six veterans, and everyone else is like a first or second year player. So you have Simeon, you have Asiasi, Sharping as your third, Bocci would be fourth, Mike Thomas would be fifth, 
and Mitchell Wilcox would be six. So those would be the six veterans. Everyone else fits under that one or two year period. So there it is. Like I said, one of my favorite things to do every year is predict the roster. I don't know if I'm right. You know, these are mostly my choices if I were the general manager, more so than my predictions. I might have shifted a couple things around if I was just going to say, you know, let me try to nail the, the 69 guys that are going to make the squad exactly how the Bengals will. I mean, we could try that exercise another time, but I just thought it was it would be more genuine to say, here's what I would do. And I think it's going to be pretty close to what they would do, and it's probably pretty close to what you guys would do because we're all seeing the same games. We're all seeing the same things. We're not privy to all the practices and the behind-the-scenes stuff, but you know, you kind of see what's going on. You kind of get a feel for it, and I don't think what I'm saying here is far off, and if it is, you're only talking about a player or two. You know, the real battles were backup quarterback, and that's going to be Browning winning it. Maybe they bring someone else in. That wide receiver position, that last wide receiver, I think Stanley Morgan just has enough of what we need, and you can get the other guys on the practice squad. Tight end was an unexpected big battle. I didn't think we had that much depth there, and you're finding a couple guys that are going to have to try to be snuck on the practice squad that are good players. Offensive line, better problems to have than in the past where we couldn't even field five decent guys and now we're overflowing there. Defensive tackle, same thing. I'm saying they're going to keep five because you can't let these guys walk. They're probably going to keep four. Defensive end, absolutely overflowing there. Every person on the roster I see making the roster in some capacity, whether the 53 or the practice squad. Linebackers, we're just set with those four, hopefully for the long term. That fifth spot was the battle between Bocce and Jones. The three undrafteds kind of didn't show up, so that's kind of an easy decision there corner you think you're deep at it then you there's a couple injuries and you're not so deep at it but if you really look we have a lot of guys there if everyone stays healthy that's a pretty good corner room and again you're going to let some guys leave the building that can actually cover people safety we knew the top three and the anderson thomas battle could go either way special teams was kind of set with those three so anyway just to recap what i've been saying for the last 20 minutes there's the 2023 cincinnati bengals roster And every player that I mentioned is going to end up with a Super Bowl ring because of the first player that I mentioned, Joe Burrow. That'll do it for this episode. I'd like to thank at Bengals Highlights on Instagram, the best page out there. Really cool highlights, really cool music. Definitely something you should check out. Thank you for listening to the unofficial Bengals podcast. This is your host, Frank LaPlaca. And I'm a Bengals fan for life. The Unofficial Bengals Podcast.